Young SAO, welcome to Afternoona Delight, where Leah, Megan, and Amy, three American romance novelists discussing all things K-romance from a writer's lens. We fangirl over our favorite actors and actresses, talk up our trope addictions, and nerd out on K-drama deep dives. We'll throw in a few K-pop and K-skincare wrecks for good measure, because why not ride the Hallyu wave all the way to shore? So grab some duck bokeh and listen to your new favorite unease. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi. All right. Well, this is really exciting because I have Allison here today. Um, we were, yes, hello. We were going to talk uh, about some more Thai BL, but we have, I wouldn't say we've hooked anyone because this person has been a fan of Thai BL, but we have a new person joining us today to kind of gush over a drama. So, why don't you introduce yourself, special guest? <laughs> Hi, it's Megan. Yay. <laughs> I'm so excited. So we have not yet succeeded in getting Amy to watch a single BL. <laughs> she watched Color Rush. Oh, she did. And she, liked she and she liked it. And she watched Semantic Error. And she went to make the, yes. And she watched okay. Semantic Error. Never mind. Okay. Amy, I apologize. Yeah. You have dabbled, but when I was telling her last night about like this being a new obsession, this is the thing about Amy because Amy also likes BTS now, mm -hmm. but Amy likes things like a normal amount. I would say, like, I would <laughs> even say she might like things like a healthy amount. Correct. Leah and, and I go full in obsession. It's like, it like consumes our lives. It's, it's like a sickness. <laughs> Yes. I don't mm -hmm. want to like things actually in moderation. I know. <laughs> it's exhausting to like things like this though. It's exhausting to be like this. It is. So Allison, where do you fall out? Are you team moderation or are you team like, you're just going to like get into like the mud pit and roll around? I am all in like up till the wee hours of the morning. Like there's no, I have worn out CDs before listening to them <laughs> so much because I'm like, this is all I need, you know, so very much all in obsessive for a while. And then my loves change. So I have, you know, periods of my life where different um, all in things, but yeah, so team all in. Okay, great. Well, I think that's what's brought us here together today is, um, is this. And if you are team moderation or team all in, I feel like this is still the podcast for you. And so just to set the scene with what we're going to be talking about today, we are going to be talking about off gun, which you might be like, I don't understand even what you're talking about. What is an <laughs> off and what's a gun and why is this a thing? So off gun, Allison, who, because they are who, it's not a what, who are off gun? Off gun are two Thai actors who have been in this industry for a long time. They act for GMM TV. Um, they've been in a few dramas together, both like partnered romantically. And then in the past year, they've had other dramas where they were lead actors um, but weren't in the same project. They are older compared to some of the Thai actors that we watch. So Gun is 29, 
Um, if you're height obsessed like me, you have to know the height of all the actors. He's five six. Um, off is thirty two. He just had a birthday in January, and he's five ten. So Gunn started in the entertainment industry pretty young. He always wanted to be an actor, and so his mom supported that. So he kind of went that trajectory as he was growing up. Off was going to school and was discovered at university. Basically, like somebody saw him and was like, hey, do you want to be an MC or a host? And that's where he started his acting career. They first acted together in 2016, at least according to Google. Um, and they have their own like fan base. They're called Babies um, or Bobbies. And they have their own light stick, which is in the shape of a tippy cup. So... Maybe not my not favorite know. light stick ever, but that that's okay. <laughs> I did not know they had a light stick. This is brand new information and, to me. Yeah. And wait, how, the, wait, I want a Ken Porsche light stick. Where can I get a Ken Porsche light stick? I can't remember if Ken Porsche has one, um, but there are quite a few like Thai BL ships. Um, you can Google them. GMM TV has, I think Brightwin have a light stick. There's quite oh, I a love few. Brightwin. Like, I do love Brightwin. Yeah. So you can get their light stick. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's often gun. So a question, Allison, because you're kind of, and Megan, I'm not trying to like, you know, like diminish you here. Cause I know you, you go a lot about TIBL, but I feel like Allison really has like, you know, out of this group, probably done the graduate work here is it's pretty common seeming that unlike K-drama where we may get like a couple who does a couple of shows together here, it seems like they kind of really do like put folks together and really like they, while they may do some of their own projects, they really do start to do a lot them like lot to, enough that they're warranting a light stick and a fan base right. about them. Right. Yeah, there's couples that have, you know, done a couple shows like Mew and Gulf, they did a couple and then they, they're not acting together anymore. So there's some that stick around and some that don't is the sense that I have. And if you, you watched a couple episodes of Tale of a Thousand Stars, mm -hmm. right, with Earth and Mix. I watched the um, whole thing. Yeah, you watched it because oh, I yeah. remember you talking about I it. I loved it. Um, but I don't think Leah ever finished it. But um, like Earth is in theory of love with a different actor like pairing so it feels like they sort of like bop around until they find their pair and then they're like oh look at the chemistry here we're going to cultivate that and let them act in a few more so some maybe just longevity in the field or with the, the company they may get different acting partners until they find one that they really like the chemistry of and then they'll pair them more frequently so. I love that. It's like, they know what you want. So they're just going to keep giving it to you. Like it's, I think yeah. it's smart. I said it's good fan service business. Yeah. 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 Cause the shipping culture is very unique in Thailand. And so their business, like their acting extends off of the series into like the fan meets and into the stuff, the public performances they do. Um, so they're taking those characters outside of the screen. So then it makes sense that they like maintain that relationship because they put so much time and energy into it. Yeah. Well, I see like their advertisements are together. So like the same product mm -hmm. that they're advertising in the drama, then they're advertising that on like, you know, 
I don't know, billboards mm-hmm. in Thailand, commercials, like they do, they extend it out um, in a way that we don't see like, like they, like in Western media, it just isn't the same. Yeah. Yeah. So did that answer your question? Yeah. I think that that was a good grounding, especially because I just want to like part of, I have a goal with this. And part of this is that, you know, I do feel like some of the folks who are going to be listening to this are like, I'm already in, like I've already drunk the Kool-Aid. I already know way about this, more about this than you. I'm just, <laughs> someone is talking about it and I can hear. And in that case, like, yes, yay. Like I'm on like your wagon. We can like all be in this like fan space together. And it's like <laughs> a little segue, but a long time ago, I was invited to someone's house for what I thought was going to be like uh, somebody wanting to make friends with me and having me over for coffee. And while I was there, the person began to talk in this very strangely robotic voice, almost like a script and started being like, if you found a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, oh. you want your friends and family to know about it. No, Leah. It was like MLMing me. Yes. Life. And I had no idea what was happening. And I was like, this doesn't feel good. I need to take a shower. I don't want to do this. Um, and so look, I don't want to put anyone in that position. But what I'm going to say is if you found a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, you really do want your friends and family to know about it. Right. I feel like Off Gun are just one of these little pots of gold that I want our listeners to know about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have such amazing chemistry and they have been together for a long time, like acting, and they are just magical. So. Yes. And like shipping stuff aside, you can just tell that they have a lot of respect for each other. They have like a love for each other and they can act their asses off truly. And Mm -hmm. so today, I think what we want to do is talk about um, two dramas that they're in. They have been, um, they have been in, you know, a range of things. They started out kind of as like side couples and now they're kind of more like the main couples and whatever, but um. Allison, you had encouraged me to watch Theory of Love, which I did with you. Megan hasn't seen mm-hmm. that. And then we watched Not Me, um, mm-hmm. which I got Megan to watch and we were completely obsessed over. So let's just quickly talk maybe a bit about Theory of Love because that was my gateway. And then we'll move over to Not Me, which Megan saw too and just finished yesterday so that we can kind of like freak out about why we think this is a quality drama. Yeah, that sounds good. So I love Theory of Love more than anything, probably. It's one of the few shows that I don't actually change the name to because it already came like perfectly named. Like then it's just so much angst, which you know, if you've heard me talk about BLs, I'm here for the angst every time. And it's their chemistry at its best. And I think it's fun to see where they started-ish um, cause they had done other ones be- when they were acting together, um, and where they are with not me. Like I liked seeing those two sort of next to each other. So you can see how much they've grown as well. Yeah. So I will. Okay. So Megan, just to like set the stage, cause I think this is kind of good. We can kind of like woman explain this to you and you can be the proxy for listeners is theory of love is college set. So, um, you know, it's one of these, you know, although we don't have an engineering student here, this is an arts, they're doing arts, they're doing filmmaking. Um, And so it's four friends studying film and there's Kai, 
who is played by off. Then there is a third who is played by gun. And then we also have two and bone <laughs> as the side characters who I apologize. I can't think of like who those actors names are, but unbeknownst to anyone third has been in deep, painful, long suffering love for Kai for years. And Kai has no idea. And he's just a total fuck boy. He's just like banging his way through the ladies in the university, just <laughs> one by one by one by one. And mm-hmm. slowly, slowly killing third, who is a fragile mm-hmm. flower. And he's a screenwriter. He's the writer. <laughs> so that's basically the drama. Like without yeah. a lot of spoilers. Um I, I just want to say I did watch a few clips today of Theory of Love because I was like curious. I I didn't I wasn't gonna start the whole thing. Um, but I watched a couple clips and it was really cute to see third as like this like love struck dude, and then to see Kai, like again, I saw off in Not Me, where he's like this like brooding, damaged guy. So it's really kind of cute to see him like super charming and um outgoing and smiley yeah he's not angsty mm-hmm. at all no he's great <laughs> he's just loving life and getting it every which way it could have to be got until he realizes that you know he's just banging <laughs> around campus <laughs> until he he starts to catch feels for his friends so i do something I really liked about, so I did not like theory of love as much as you Meg or um, Allison. And I think it's because I really do like push pull. I think mm-hmm. it could have just been more condensed. I think the push pull mm-hmm. just went for so long. I would have liked it mm-hmm. to have less episodes so that it felt more intense. I don't want to get to the point ever in push pull where I'm like, come on just like fucking finish and so I think that's my problem I wish I could have knocked like four episodes off just so there was like a heightened because I like it I just think for me that kind of dynamic went on too long because we have like one person longing and then eventually like we have like the feelings be found out and then it kind of flips on its head so that then like the person who's been longed for has to like make it right and give the chase and make it work out if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah no, that's valid. It helps because in my rewatchings, I just skip all the side story and just watch them. So it goes really fast because I can skip whole chunks of episodes. And um, and I I love it. I'm such a sucker for that. So and look, I think that is a good way to say handle it. Like I think I would rewatch if I just skipped everything mm-hmm. but them. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, I like it. I would say for me though not my all-time favorite, probably not even like in my top, top favorites, but I loved them. And so even when I finished, I was like, man, like that wasn't my favorite, but I love them so much. I am mm-hmm. all on like going for the next drama. Yeah. So I know, I know we're going to get to not me, but I have to ask, how do you think they handled Kai's like reckoning and him coming to terms with his feelings for third and ultimately making him worthy of third? Yeah. So this is funny because as it started, like it gets protracted, like Kai is dumb for a long time. And I was like, Allison, I don't know how I can like get on board with this because it's just getting to where like, I feel like we're all sympathetic to Gunn, who's just a fool in love. 
and is so like sad and like turmoiled and just trying his best to hang in there with this like hopeless love. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to kind of like get over this and accept Kai, the character that off plays as like worthy of this because he's just such a dumb fuck boy. I don't know how I can like reconcile this. So kudos, I will say, even if this isn't my favorite drama, I think they did a good job in showing the evolution. And without like a lot of spoilers, Kai's first instinct, he makes some bad choices when he realizes his best friend's in love with him. But they don't come from a gay panic standpoint. They come for me more from, I don't have the communication and maturity skills to talk this out with my friend. So I need to make my friend not love me. And so how I will do this is by not acting my best self. Therefore, mm -hmm. my friend will no longer want to like be in love with me. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. essentially, would you say that's his decision making? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that became, and weirdly, even though that's like his worst time as a character, that's when I started to like him mm -hmm. um, because I was confused by what he was doing. But later we find out like the method to his madness of what he was doing. And I mm -hmm. actually appreciated that because it fits the age. Here's the thing is type yellow is almost always Megan. I know this isn't your favorite, but it's almost always college set which means it's almost always the coming of age type of thing where we're in this new adult space where they're not children anymore. They're kind of living on their own in like a dormitory or like their first apartments with people. They're figuring out things for the first time. And so I have a lot more patience for making kind of dumbass boneheaded decisions when you're 18 to 24 because mm -hmm. you don't have that experience to like, you know, I don't want to see like a 39 year old dude doing that, but like a college student. Sure. Like if he's like my best friend's in love with me, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to make sure that like, he doesn't love me anymore. <laughs> like I'm like, right. that justifies. <laughs> yeah. Well, and for him, and again, sorry if we're spoiling, but like he genuinely loved third as a friend, like it was his best friend. And so he was trying to figure out, like, I need to keep keep him in my life but I don't know like I don't want to hurt him anymore he was just all up in his feels and it was a whole a whole mess and then he starts to realize because it's a romance that once once his uh once his bestie kind of takes five steps back to be like well what are these feelings I'm having because now I'm missing them and I'm not missing them like I would miss a friend bump, bump, bump. Now I have to like fight for, fight for my way and fight for my man. But this man has now been like so heartbroken and da like sad and doesn't know what to do that he's kind of like not going to jump all back in on it. Like he's, he's going to play the hard, to, not even hard to get just like, he's like, he made an emotionally healthy decision to walk away. And so to win that heart back takes a lot of effort. Yeah. Yeah. He had to rebuild a lot of trust from that one. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. So look, it is lovely to watch. I do think that, um, but yeah, for me, it just felt like that road back felt like it took just a tiny bit too long for me, like maybe an episode mm -hmm. or two too long. And maybe mm -hmm. the road to like them, like stop being best friends for a while also took maybe like an episode. So I, like if it would me, if it were up to me, I would have probably taken like three episodes out just to keep like the pacing going in my opinion 
Yeah. We can agree or disagree on that. Like overall it's adorable and off gun is amazing. And I will say like your question, I started off all gun. Like I was like, gun is like amazing. And I was like, off's fine. But like, he didn't have a lot to do at the beginning. He's just like a fuck boy. But I was like, gun, like you're just seeing him go through like this huge rich range of emotions. And I was like, I'm just gun all the way. Like gun's amazing. Like off's fine. And then like, (laughs) I was like, I would die for off. And like, I'm still there to this day. I was like, he just like all of a sudden, once you start to peel away his layers, he does it so well. I was like, he is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so good. They're both so good. They're both I so love good. Them. They're both so good. Yeah. It's just that like, I realized that off took me by surprise just because like gun kind of had a lot to do right away. And then mm-hmm. once off kind of like was kind of required to start showing some acting chops. I was like, holy shit. I did not realize that this was all coming. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've followed them for a long time since I started watching BL and they both had like in their personal life, whatever professional life, they both had an amazing glow up this summer. I don't know what was going on for them in Thailand, but they both look amazing right now. So 32 is looking very good on off gun is always beautiful so yeah go check out their instagrams it's great i i have begun an instagram friendship with both of them (laughs) um okay so i guess this leads into not me and where this first began was we had a listener after our last after big dragon which when we talked about big dragon recently Um, We had a really thoughtful listener write us and basically be like, I am going to make the case of dramas I think you need to watch. And some of them Allison had already seen because Allison's like far deeper down this rabbit hole than me, but I had not. And one of them that caught my eye was Not Me, which she comped to like a less grittier version of Kin Porsche, but said there were some Mm -hmm. parallels, which I do agree. It's a totally different story, but there is some parallels that you could make and Allison was basically like we've done theory of love like we need to continue the off-gun journey so like as she said that and I got this email where I was like you've kind of caught my eye with the sales pitch I was like let's pull the trigger and do it I was excited going in but I did not expect this drama to own my whole ass like it has (laughs) so Megan let's hear from you just because this is like we haven't heard from you at all what like a question if you were listening at home is what would be like what's a how do you feel the kim porsche comp works and if somebody hasn't watched anything like where would you kind of comp it to k-drama in general yeah i mean i would say it's kind of like a young kim porsche like these guys are much younger they're less jaded um and they're more like idealistic it's like if kim porsche were like vigilantes because they're not can Porsche are like criminals <laughs> um so I would say that but it was very similar vibe meaning like everyone's always sweaty everyone's always dirty everyone's bloody like all the time something's always happening like there weren't a lot of downtimes um in in the plot I mean as far as like a K-drama comp? I don't know. That's hard because it's just, it's so gritty, you know? 
almost like a not me, but not. Or not, yeah. me, not, not me. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, what? My name. Yeah, I mean, again, like a with younger my name. With the fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I, it definitely felt younger in their characters. I mean, these characters are like, I would say almost like grad school age. Um, or what, I, I don't know what the equivalent of that is in Thailand, but um yeah and so they're like a lot of them are still really like idealistic because the main part of the plot is they're like essentially trying to change uh, change their their society they want to lessen the gap between the have and have nots to like to like very much summarize it and simplify it that's basically what they want to do so before we hear from allison because allison i've got some questions for you why don't i just quickly read the plot summary on my drama list because it's only like a paragraph and a half and yeah. I feel like it sums up a lot of what I'd like us to talk about. Yeah. So this is coming straight from my drama list. Black and white are twins with a powerful connection. After their parents' separation, though, White's father took him abroad and their family is severed in two. It isn't until 15 years have passed that White, now grown, returns to Thailand. One day, seemingly from nowhere, White feels an agony like death. He recovers in the hospital, but they're unable to determine the cause. Then he picks up a call from a childhood friend, Todd. Todd tells him that Black is in a coma following a vicious attack, and he learns that Black is in some sort of a motorcycle gang. Unable to endure the harm done to his brother in silence, and suspecting that it was one of Black's close friends, Sean, Graham, or Yok, who betrayed him, White disguises himself as Black to root out the traitor. What White doesn't know, but White doesn't know his brother as well as he thought. And he's not behaving like the Black Sean knows, distrustful and uncaring about the feelings of others. Sean's suspicious. The difference gets under Sean's skin and makes him feel things he shouldn't. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, that sums it up. I mean, that's what I read before I decided to watch it. And all of that, I was like, I'm down. That's great. There's like this like gang. There's this like uh, secret identity twin stuff. I, I, I'm, I'm going to watch it. That's my jam. So Allison, what brought you into Not Me? I had watched like a bunch of other GMMTV dramas on YouTube. And I think I had like Bad, Bad Buddies. Is that the name of it? Like whatever um that one is had just finished and so GMMTV does like weeklies and so that was just like the Sunday slot and I was like okay I guess this is what I'm watching on Sunday morning for the next 14 weeks so I had just watched it from the other GMMTV stuff that was on and so and I think it's clear so YouTube is where you can watch this and so you just yeah. go on to GMTV on YouTube and they're kind of organized a little bit differently in that it's like episode one, part one, episode one, part two, episode one, part three. And so they're each episode is like a solo episode, but you have to watch it in four parts. Yeah. It's so confusing. And what makes it even more complicated for not me is for some reason, GMMTV hasn't like clumped theirs into a playlist. So you can find like the whatever like 40 segment playlist um that somebody else has made but gmmtv didn't make one for not me but they've made them for 
like I'm watching a drama called The Warp Effect right now, and I can go to GMMTV and they'll have all of the Warp Effect episodes in a playlist and I can just watch them, but not for not me. It's very weird. But yeah, watch all four. Yes. And you might have to stop and be like, not me. Okay. I'm on episode five. I have to Google episode five to like find it and keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It's very complicated, but that's okay. Cause I, it's actually nice because there's so much GMM TV content on YouTube that you can watch a lot of BL for a long time for free. Yeah. So. so, okay. What are the tropes, Megan, would you say that not me leans into? Oh my God. Forced proximity. Um, I would say like opposites attract. Um, cause once you get white, it, so black is kind of like, if you're going to boil it down, black's kind of like the mean twin and <laughs> he's like the evil twin. He's not evil though, but, and white's kind of like this, like good twin, you know, and what? the goody two shoes yeah the goody two shoes so him and sean are very like opposites tracked you have like the whole secret identity so you have like fish out of water because you have white like thrown into this like vigilante gang um and he has no idea what to do they're like parkouring and using guns and he has no idea what he's doing and um enemies to lovers yeah that's true enemies to lovers because what's interesting is like sean hates black Sean and Black fight all the time. So when White comes on the scene, he doesn't like get it. And then he, and then he's also, he's white and he's like, meaning he, like the, his character White, he's like a nice guy and he's like sweet. And like inside, he just wants to like protect people. He doesn't want anyone to get hurt. And so Sean is like, what the hell is up with you? Like, why are you being nice? Like, why do you care about my life? Like, what, since when did you care about my life? Um, because previously black had like left, um, Sean to like get in trouble because black didn't care. And, um, yeah, so it's like, it's, it's so interesting. I just think the plot premise is, was really, really interesting. And as a writer, that was inspiring to me. Mm -hmm. And Allison, where do you fall on kind of like secret identities and romances? because this is a secret identity romance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It really worked for this one, for that, those reasons you were talking about, Megan, of like how Sean like has different feelings for white, like it's, so like seeing how other people respond to the, the secret identity person is, was really well done in this one. I think it worked. And I like how they handled the, I'm not, my brother like in their um in their scene when they're in the tent he's like if I'm if I'm not black like is that okay or whatever he says like he talks about it he, he can't say it out loud that he's white um and not his brother black but he addresses it a little bit like dips his toe into it and then they have a bigger conversation about it later so it comes out and Sean knew the whole time he just didn't know how to put words to it yeah I mean normally I hate I hate, I really do not like secret identities. Like that drives me nuts. I, I am like, oh my God, cause you're like deceiving someone. But in this way, it, for some reason this worked. Like I'm still trying to decide in my head why this one worked for me. And 
I think it's because he never he never set out to deceive people who he thought were good. Like he thought these people might have hurt his brother. So he's like, I don't necessarily care about deceiving them. And it wasn't until he was like, oh shit, like they didn't do it. And I don't know. There was just something about the way um, this one was done that the secret identity didn't, didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't bother me because you could tell Sean knew and like in his heart of hearts so yeah what can we can we talk about the trust fall i'm sorry i gotta talk about this can we talk about the trust fall now yeah absolutely go for it so so there's this part where um white wants sean to trust him because um that's how he's going to kind of like get to what happened to black like he needs the trust of this like gang and so he like stands up on his bed and he falls back and Sean's like, what the hell? And so Sean catches him. He's like, what did you do? And White's like, oh, well, it's a trust fall. And so now, like, I trust you. Like, I trusted you to catch me and you did. And I, that was like a pivotal moment, I think, for Sean. And later, Sean does the same thing back to White, where he like leans back to fall off a building. White catches him and Sean's like, okay, cool. Like, like this is a, this is a trust. And um at one point you know black he was in a coma he's beaten up black wakes up and he comes and he's like such a dick to sean i mean we can get into that but um and sean like knows he's like you are not my black like what you are not who i know you to be and Mm -hmm. so he gets up on like a platform and he falls back and black just like watches him fall on his ass and he's like what what the hell's wrong with you and that's like when it clicked for sean he's like you're not who I love like you there's something going on do you have a sibling because mm-hmm. that's not it and I just really I always love when there's some sort of thread like that that's woven um throughout a drama and also I I always love when there's some sort of like you know secret code between characters and that's the way mm-hmm. that felt it just felt like a way for them to understand each other and um yeah I loved it mm-hmm. it was so romantic to me you know, in a way that I wouldn't expect like a trust fall to be romantic. They played it well. And what was sweet is I like it when you get something that like kind of continues as just kind of like the conceit throughout the drama. Like, so we see the trust fall not once, but it kind of just comes up. Yes. So it really just drives it home. And yeah, yeah, I felt like that was a a lovely one. So I have another question um, and that is around just kind of like there's a lot of like political critique to not me that I found was interesting. And so I'm not asking for any of us to dive in and speak from a point of authority of, you know, the politics in Thailand or anything like that. But I just wanted to just say like, how did it feel to you as a viewer to watch kind of this like more overt social, like I would say this, I would almost say this was like a woke BL. Mm. Like there, it was very much like looking at it from the point of view of, you know, how do, how is power structured in the society? Who, who has power? What nefarious things do they need to do to keep power? And then how do you like the people unite together to make social change? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just found it interesting because I don't feel like I've seen a lot of like critique on that level and watching um, any other, certainly no other Thai BL really. Mm. 
I don't know if it's GMMTV, which is they're one of the bigger production companies and they are doing a lot of like that sort of thought and like representation in their dramas. And it's fascinating to me because they're very, it feels like they're very commercial just looking at them and the other like production companies. Um, so it was, I liked how they wove it in and made it a part of the story. So, but it didn't feel like it was taking away from it. Like it felt like it made the couple make more sense along the way as they were throwing in this political discussion. Yeah. And really also, we also have social economic realities coming to play within the couple where we have mm-hmm. one of the, you know, off's character coming from very low means and really kind of like his, the like the fight in his belly has been like stoked just by like experiencing these injustices. And then we have White's, you know, White's a been an expat. He's been living in Russia for a long time. And his dad's a powerful diplomat. And we see mm-hmm. him being like groomed to follow that same path where he is skilled and bright in his own right. But even if he wasn't, like this path was still going to be open for him. Mm-hmm. And end up having to like reconcile with his own privilege, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I I obviously, I liked it. I would say there were some discussions that I felt, they're just like a, like a little too, um in your face I don't know how to explain it like they like had to explain to the viewer like okay we're gonna use this classroom setting to explain the laws and I was like okay um and I I and I I it started out really great like I really loved the whole like that white starting to like see that he's like getting these opportunities just because of who his dad is and it's it's unfair and I did like that I just there was a lot of the external plot that didn't make sense like a lot of like the mm-hmm. things they did that I was like mm, like I just that's the only issue I have and I don't have it's not an issue I don't care I still thoroughly enjoy the drama it doesn't matter I would just say that some of it just fell a little flat it just needed a little bit better writing because I I just felt like they knew what they wanted the characters to do but they weren't quite sure how to make the external plot like fit into that so they kind of like did a bunch of random stuff and they're like yeah it should make sense i mean like the whole todd villain storyline was like very weird like like first of all i do want to say i told yeah i called todd as the villain from like jump like i knew he was shady from jump and i didn't know but i didn't know how it was going to play out but then when they like was explained i'm like todd what was your plan that was a terrible plan like you knew and this whole thing was so that's like my only thing is I I liked it and I was really happy to see like the the protests and and everything I just wish it made maybe a little bit more sense you know here's what I want to say from a writer perspective is because I often will give a wag of the finger and quibble on things (laughs) I don't care in this I literally I know that's the thing I don't really care there are things, there are gap, there are characters that come and have big importance at the beginning, like the fa- like white and black's father at the beginning. Yeah. It's like in, in a lot of the very opening parts of it and factors in heavily. And then we're like, bye, we never need to see you again. That's fine. <laughs> never, but here's the never. thing, it's like, 
in a really good romance i mean like ideally the best of stories are going to have both arcs completely unpack themselves and work together in this like magical way but if i have to pick i need the emotional arc to come together more than i need like the external conflict to come together so in the end i was like external conflict i'm going to just narrow it down to bad people are bad people hold power in dodgy ways fight the system yeah let's get back to trust falls and making out right and that's the thing i and i totally agree with you i just really feel like i needed to like say like look there's going to be some weird sketchy sit going on in the background but you're not going to care you are not going to care because sean and white are amazing and then there is um you get a you get three romances in this because you get sean and white you get yawk and his like cop dan guy and then Mm -hmm. you get a hetero romance which i loved a grant i'm graham is and graham is something else he is so good looking and then i looked him up and he's young of course he's 24 god damn it (laughs) but yeah i like that so let's yeah this is go ahead allison this is the only because i have rewatched this one a couple of times and i can honestly say this is the only Thai bl i don't fast forward through anything when i do a rewatch i watch every episode start to finish through it because i love all of the side characters and as much as i love off and gun like yoke and dan i love them so much so Um, much so that brings me to a question then and this could be a little debate so allison you are saying yoke and dan worked for you yeah megan (laughs) different No, I liked York. Um, unpack this conversation. I just thought Dan was whiny and cried a lot, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, dude, buddy, like, buck up! Like, it just—he drove me nuts. I'm sorry. I liked it when he was like, I talked to Lee about this. I liked it when he was like the mystery. So he's a cop, okay, but he's also he also believes in this like fight for change, and how he fights is he's like a secret graffiti artist, okay, and um, and York I think is like he draws too or whatever he's a fine he's in art fine arts yeah. yeah and so i thought that whole i don't know i just i didn't really care i feel so bad but i was just like like there was like this big emotional scene in a hospital and i was like i was like fast forwarding i was like let me just get to like where black is like what is happening you know i just i don't know i think my problem was i didn't like i, I thought the actor who played dan i don't know let, uh, let's say, I'm not going to blame the actor because I think it was a com- like his character I just was not into but then I also don't know if it was like kind of bad acting but um, yeah it just wasn't my thing but it's okay because they all had a part to play I just I didn't feel it okay so Megan is I didn't fucking feel it yeah <laughs> I didn't fucking feel it so Alice that's okay like okay. I yeah, the, it still fine. didn't like affect my enjoyment of the drama like the drama was still freaking great okay Allison, yeah. I they're not like the best side couple of all time ever but I really like first the actor that plays Yoke and um 
I, I love anything art. Like it's just, if there's art somewhere in, in the drama, I'm like, okay, great. Like I'm all in for the artists. Like, so I'm already a little biased towards that. Um, I liked the, the moment where he like arrests him. I liked that like pain and I liked him like having that breakdown of like, I thought that I could trust you. I, I like the angst. Um, and I think that they're like coming back together at the end was really a beautiful moment where y'all got to punch him in the face. And I was like, great. Yep. Now you're good. You punched him. So their couple just worked for me. So Leah, where do you fall? I'm going to say I fall more on your side than Megan. So overall, I was more intrigued with Dan's character when he was like the mystery character. So they're, you know, like, but I mean, they have like the Titanic paint scene moment, essentially, where like Dan has to like get nude and get painted and it feels very Titanic. And then he starts crying. Yeah. And then they- I don't mind men crying. Okay. Let me just say this. I had this like really bad boyfriend in high school and he used to cry on every date and I didn't understand. And it was like, he would like, I know he, I think he was on drugs and I I don't know. I think there was was like- That's the third I was not expecting. Like some weird stuff going on and I was like 16 so I didn't know but anyway and he would cry like every date and it like I think I'm like scarred by it where I'm like so I'd like I see this like man who just like starts like crying really hard and I'm like oh god like is he okay I feel like maybe I don't like treat men's emotions properly (laughs) but honestly he was crying a lot and I also didn't know why like I was it just and that didn't feel genuine See, I didn't mind his but, tears. His tears. Yeah, made you can find out later. Yeah, I liked his tears. Yeah. Here's my quibble, and this is what I feel bad about. <laughs> oh, I know what you're gonna say. I have one quibble with this relationship, and I feel like a huge asshole saying it because I actually loved the character of Yawk, and I love the actor who plays him. However, in their big like kiss scene, I feel like Yawk kissed like an urchin eats food under the ocean. <laughs> like turning himself inside out to get it in a way that didn't feel like it took me out because I was like wait what exactly like I have not seen mouths like this is not a th- like it reminded me my f- my first kiss happened maybe it just triggered my trauma of my See? first I feel like I Dan like triggered my trauma. So Yuck's kissing. I was a freshman in high school. I was desperate to be kissed. I had my first boyfriend. I was sitting in his parents' basement. We were watching Young Guns 2. And he went for it. And I remember there was just, I was on my back on the couch and there was so much spit going into my ears that like the back of my head was wet when I went home. Like so there was gross. saliva pouring down the sides of my cheek into my ears. And then my hair was wet. And I remember oh. thinking, this is not how I thought kissing was going to be. Right. <laughs> oh no. So watching Yako is like, I'm flashbacking. And like Yako is standing up. There isn't drool just pouring over. But if Yako had him on his back on a couch watching Young Guns 2, that would have happened. <laughs> and I also sort of feel like every single time they kissed, 
poor Dan was like crying about something. So it just felt like Yoke was like taking advantage of this like emotionally damaged man. I'm like, leave him oh. alone. Like he doesn't need a kiss. He needs therapy. <laughs> no, Dan, Dan did need a lot of kissing, I think. <laughs> like just work on his mouth technique like 50 and I mean like look I feel yeah. bad because I don't want him to you know obviously he's going to tune in and hear this <laughs> obviously I don't want to give him some sort of like complex it just like it's a more about me than it is about them but it did take yeah. me of the story I get but besides well, you that can... a plus actor Mm-hmm. Uh, he's so good he's in one called the eclipse and I might be kicked out of like the BL world saying this but it was one of my least favorite dramas of the year and it was like everybody else's like top drama the eclipse and it has first and um, the actor who plays Yak and his new acting partner whose name I can't remember they're the male leads and People just went gaga for it. So you can watch him kiss this other guy and see if he's getting better at it. I don't know. Like I blocked it from my memory. I did not like that one. Um, so. While we're talking, I may pull up a quick kiss scene and just look because if, if in <laughs> oh fact he does listen, I need him to know if it was just like me having a moment. So Megan, come up with a question. while I look and see the eclipse kissing so I can see if this is like a pattern or not? Um, so... Yeah, I won't come up with a question, but I will say something and maybe yeah. maybe it's relevant, maybe not. But there was something that Sean said in the hospital scene. So we're just like spoiling things. So sorry, people, there's a hospital scene. But he said, um, his character says, someone who always goes with the flow can hardly go against the current. I'm like, this has stuck with me for days, <laughs> days. And I'm, just because of all of the, like the, bills that are being passed right now um in my state are being up um and voted on it's just that idea of going with the flow versus like speaking out for what you believe in has been playing on my mind pretty heavily and one thing that we didn't talk about um is often or black and white's mom is a judge in thailand so she also has a lot of power um in the system where his dad, you know, sort of, he also has power, but has been a diplomat in Russia. Um, so they, they come from a lot of power, not only financially, but like, there's a point where she's like, no, this is, this life is fine because it's comfortable. And I just thought that was an interesting idea. And then Sean's character is saying, yeah, you can do that and be comfortable. Um, but, uh, you know, understanding that it's hard then to stand up for what you believe if you're going with the flow I, I love that line I did I actually paused it and like thought about it for a minute sometimes if like an actor says something I'll like watch the scene a couple times and then I'll pause it just because I want to think about it and that was one of the scenes where I sat and I yeah had to think about it and like kind of internalized it yeah hmm. I love yeah I love it, was good. It's great. it was great I loved off I'm, I will say I oof fell and then I looked up his age and I was even more excited I was like oh yeah he's like seven eight years younger than me come on that's not bad and um and I just and and maybe that's why too like they're a little bit more mature actors and so the the depth of emotions that they needed for this role they like have the capacity to do that because they're like more experienced actors I mean when you throw like a 21 year old in a role you know a lot of times they don't always have um 
they don't they don't oh i mean sometimes they do unless they're dylan wong unless they're dylan wong but yeah they don't always have but so i think that's another thing too just the the depth of acting um and not me was really really good okay so i just want to just say nobody cared or asked for it but i went back on mute and watched and um the bl yawk and dan first kiss on youtube held true to me i will oh, no. it's an urchin devouring sea starts under the oh, sea like. but i went to eclipse yeah that probably does not exist okay yeah okay, okay. So so that, just... is not, that is not a universal issue so who told him to kiss like that let's blame the director who told him to kiss like somebody gave bad stage direction or just their chemistry was not good there was something there that caused him to kiss like a digesting sea urchin that is not present in his other drama where he's kissing completely like an attractive man should kiss (laughs) so if you were feeling bad actor don't feel so bad anymore First okay. year, okay. Keep kissing. Yeah. yeah. Keep kissing. It's fine. You've got you've got the skill. <laughs> you just had a bad day on set that day, I guess. Um, okay, so last question I guess I had for the two of you were your thoughts on this <laughs> the fact that twins can feel each other's every feeling when mm-hmm. they're in crisis or when they're having sexy times. <laughs> and also my question is presumably neither of them were virgins so like had every time like black been with eugene white was just going about life in russia and then all of a sudden it was like the jizz in my pants video where he's like oh my god (laughs) no because the white's character says that he didn't know he could feel that way about somebody other than his brother like that he could open his heart so you have to have an open heart apparently in order to have those like feelings like happen maybe yeah it's kind of like frozen or whatever when like you know an open heart does you know melts ice or whatever (laughs) yeah never seen frozen but we'll go (laughs) i mean i i love that part like i absolutely love um i do like twin stuff um i'm not a twin so i'm like so interested and i really loved that whole thing where they could like feel each other's pain um yeah i just thought that that was like a really cool it made honestly that was another plot line in this that i was like i want to write this now in a future book like Mm -hmm. i want to have like a character who can like feel their twins uh, you know whatever i i was very uh, very inspired by that as well actually i have a book coming out like next year with twins so prepare for that because kill each other sexy times no <laughs> did, did they did they actually feel the sexy time or did they feel the emotions attached to the sexy time i think they felt the quote emotions oh <laughs> like i don't think they actually felt like the physical like release i think i think they felt like <laughs> the emotions attached the like because i think when white was like having sex with Sean it was like more emotional than he'd ever been because it was yeah. like yeah. special and so black is that when black started like crying in this coma like, why am I yeah. having happy like why am I having feelings because I'm such a broody so right. he did say that he's like why do I look at you favorably now and he's all pissed yeah. about it yeah. black <laughs> is such a little Sean and I can't hate you like I want to hate you <laughs> I loved it I loved black because he's so little and he's like <laughs> fighting 
300 pound men who are carrying machine guns and he's just like <laughs> kicking the shit out of them and it's, <laughs> I'm like it's so ridiculous and I loved it I was I like I loved every minute of it I was like yeah you punch that guy whose head is literally twice the size of yours like <laughs> I loved it there was so much swag in black you uh-huh. knew it was like in love between fairy and devil when like you knew when the body swap had happened it was like the same way like you knew who it was based on like how they were walking and like their facial expressions yeah great acting don't you think yeah. great acting gun amazing acting yeah, yeah. and I, i'll be honest like when it was over i was like sad that he wouldn't have his twin i was like sad about it i was like oh in real oh. life he doesn't have one that's like his friend i was like so sad i don't know why you said gun didn't have a twin. yes i was like sad that in real life gun didn't have a twin no black and white both live inside guns so there's just a party going on in there i know i don't know what my problem is i was just i just i just really liked it i really liked it the emotion and this drama what and the acting was one of the best in a tie bl that i've seen i loved it and has one of my favorite scenes of all time when they meet under the pride flag and they yeah. fall in love. Oh, I love that scene. I love it's it so the much. best scene. And oh, the yeah. way they touch the eyes like across and it, like then they meet under. Oh my God. I love and it. White's so happy and Sean mm-hmm. actually smiles. Oh, I fucking love it. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and they hold hands <laughs> and, and White so just dances around him. Yes. <laughs> And it's like, so and, and again, they're promoting like marriage equality. They have this like runway mm-hmm. that's like LGBTQ plus couples. It's, it's lovely. It, it did feel, yeah, woke, yeah. as you would say. Yeah. I mean, that um, in a bad way. No, I mean yeah. that in a good way. I mean, it felt like progressive. Maybe we should say that instead. Yeah. It's so good. There, okay. I'm going to do a shameless plug for my new favorite GMM TV show right now. Go. It's not all out yet. It's still coming out, but the warp effect. So it has a hetero couple. It has a couple with a trans character. It has a lesbian couple. It has a non-binary, non-binary character. It covers non-con sex. It covers abortion. It covers how to talk about your partner or how to talk to your partner about different sex needs and desires it's everything it is so so good so go watch the warp effect it's not all out right now so you have to like wait patiently for a few more weeks but it's so good so good like staying up until four o'clock in the morning to watch it good oh okay Okay, good yeah actually can i just add one thing i want to add that the first sex scene in not me was really it's pretty tame like overall but i just want to say like full-on consent like they talked and communicated do you like this do you like this tell me if there's something you don't like and they made it sexy they made it so really sexy, sexy. and so i i love that so i mean I, that's one thing i've noticed a lot in some type bls especially when they're like student not kin porsche <laughs> kin porsche is just like dubcon and <laughs> all over the place but they do safe sex there's a lot of consent and i like it yeah, even their first mm-hmm. kiss was consensual. Like the small little kiss, then checking, is that okay? Before oh, yeah. Kiss? Yeah, I love that. So good. Um, so so good. Megan, what are you watching in TyBL land? Okay, so um, right before I signed on, I okay, so I was I decided to watch um, Just Between Us, which is on Aichi. And I messaged Allison. And she's like, well, no, you got to watch um, 
Until oh we gosh. meet again. Until we meet again. You got to watch that one first. I was like, really? But I'm like very kind of like anal retentive like that. Like I got to watch the first one. So now I'm watching Until We Meet Again. And I am like, it's my jam. It's my jam. Just the first seven minutes, there's some trauma. So just FYI. Um, but it's like basically faded mates, but contemporary. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm always going to watch. Like if there's any, if you're like, Megan, this is kind of like faded mates. That's all I need. And okay. then to be clear, that drama then leads into Just Between Us? Well, they actually run concurrently. Okay. Which is, but Allison said to watch, I trust Allison. And she said to watch Until We Meet Again first. Okay. Because I, and um, so I'm watching that first. But they do, they run concurrently because like they start almost at the same same location. That's what, or I'm sorry, same time. And that's why I was confused. And Allison said, yeah, but you know, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you gotta get Dean and Farm yeah, so yeah, so it's Dean and Farm in um until we meet again, and that's on Vicky. So I'm watching that on Vicky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And well, between us. Yeah, what off. are you watching, Leah? Um, I'm watching Why Are You? Because um, I told you to. Because you told me to, and so did the um the listener who wrote in like the big list of all the drama she like did. IDL. So it was, was on there. Well, so um okay. yeah. And it was marketed as being quite steamy, which I've been kind of in like a hot or cold mood. Like I've been like, I'm always fine not having like any steam to my dramas, but I have to say I haven't minded it lately at all. Not that I would ever mind it, but I've been like, oh, I just feel like I have been like in such like a, I think I've been out of kind of like explicit sexuality in my reading and my books and everything. Mm -hmm. And like that it feels now interesting again, if it's like, connected to the plot and like Megan yeah. we're, I've been appreciating a lot of the um consent layers to it or you know just things around that and so yeah so I was like sure sign me up for some for some steamy yeah I mean it's it's obviously nothing's can Porsche like I feel like that's the top of of steaminess um but for I was surprised for kind of like uh student age um it was it was pretty steamy and no, uh, shock, shocking nut sacks with a hedgehog looking on. <laughs> no, definitely not that. But uh, Z and Saint are the actors, and they're they have really good chemistry. They're really hot together. So okay. enjoy. Right, well, we will come back again, and I don't know which one we'll do next. I don't know, but I'm. Thank you for let. I just want to say thank you for letting me crash like the BL party here. Um, because I've I obviously it's all I've liked them for a while but I feel like now I'm kind of getting back into um them now I feel like I have this like backlog of so many to watch and it's very exciting actually yeah there's so many so many good ones well yeah okay we'll talk more yeah yeah Yeah. like I said Allison I know you have a wish list and we'll make your dreams come true yeah (laughs) sure I have a whole powerpoint of BL content for us (laughs) you're so cute All right. Well, on that note, then it's time to get back to watching. So, Anyang. Anyang. Kamsamnida. Thank you for listening to Afternoon of Delight. Where can you find us outside the pod? Head on over to afternoonadelight.com. That's A F T E R N O O N A D E L I G H T. 
www.kcskincare.com. You'll find links to all our social media, our book recs, K-pop and K-skincare recs, and if you want even more Afternoon of Delight, because really who doesn't, you can join our Patreon, where you can choose the patron level that's right for you. Join in daily K-drama conversations, listen to bonus podcast episodes just for patrons, and participate in our monthly live K-drama support group via Zoom. We can't wait for you to be a part of the community. Until next time, Annyeong!